0: Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about neonatal physiology. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash neonatal physiology or in the neonatology section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. We're going to talk about surfactant and some of the cardiorespiratory changes at birth to discuss some of the key features you need to know about for the neonatal physiology that will come up in your exams and clinical practice. Firstly, we need to discuss surfactant. Surface tension is the attraction of molecules in a liquid to each other and this pulls them closer together and minimizes the surface area of the liquid. This is why in zero gravity water floats around in a ball rather than diffusing into a mist. Alveoli are the small sacs in the lung where gas collects and diffuses into the blood during inhalation. The alveoli are lined with fluid and the molecules of this fluid pull together due to surface tension, in turn pulling the walls of the alveoli towards each other and attempting to collapse the space in the alveoli. Surfactant is a fluid produced by type 2 alveolar cells and it contains proteins and fats and it sits on top of the water in the lungs. It has a hydrophilic side that faces the water and a hydrophobic side that faces the air in the alveoli. The surfactant reduces the surface tension of the fluid in the lungs, essentially providing a barrier that reduces the water molecules' tendency to pull towards each other. The result is that the surfactant keeps the alveoli inflated and maximizes the surface area of the alveoli. This reduces the force needed to expand the alveoli and therefore the lungs during inspiration. And this is known as compliance. Therefore, surfactant increases lung compliance. Additionally, as the alveolus expands, the surfactant becomes more thinly spread and the surface tension increases, making it more difficult to expand the alveoli further. And this stops one alveolus from expanding massively whilst another only expands a little bit. Therefore, surfactant promotes equal expansion of all alveoli during inspiration. Type 2 alveolar cells become mature enough to start producing surfactant between 24 and 34 weeks of gestation. And this means that preterm babies have problems associated with reduced pulmonary surfactant. Next, let's talk about some of the cardiorespiratory changes at birth. During birth, the thorax is squeezed as the body passes through the vagina, and this helps to clear fluid from the lungs. The process of being born, temperature change, the sound, and the physical touch stimulate the baby to promote the first breath. A strong first breath is required to expand the previously collapsed alveoli for the first time. Adrenaline and cortisol are released in response to the stress of labor and this stimulates the respiratory effort. The first breaths that the baby takes expands the alveoli, decreasing the pulmonary vascular resistance. The decrease in pulmonary vascular resistance causes a fall in pressure in the right atrium. At this point, the left atrial pressure is greater than the right atrial pressure which squashes the atrial septum and causes functional closure of the foramen ovale. The foramen ovale then structurally closes and becomes the fossa ovalis. Prostaglandins, which are chemicals in the blood, are required to keep the ductus arteriosus open. Increased blood oxygenation after birth causes a drop in the circulating prostaglandins. And this causes closure of the ductus arteriosus, which becomes the ligamentum arteriosum. Immediately after birth, the ductus venosus stops functioning because the umbilical cord is clamped and there's no blood flow to the umbilical veins. The ductus venosus structurally closes a few days later and becomes the ligamentum venosum. So thanks for listening to this episode where we went through some of the basic neonatal physiology and the changes that happen around birth. It's quite important to understand this stuff so that you know what's going on and what we're trying to achieve with neonatal resuscitation and also what we might find when we examine a newborn baby. If you got a bit lost with some of the neonatal cardiorespiratory changes, why not have a look back at the episode on fetal circulation to remind yourself about the three fetal shunts and what happens with the shunts at birth. This is quite important as it helps you understand the different murmurs that you might hear in a neonate and the changes to the heart and lungs that occur around birth. If you found this podcast helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other topics head over to Amazon where you can pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. You can also find a full audiobook version of the Zero to Finals books on Audible and you can find notes, videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in to the next episode where we'll talk about neonatal resuscitation.